to the Crime of the Century podcast, where we expose higher education as a scam that it is. I am Kevin Prentville, and I believe that because of what we're teaching our students, we're losing an entire generation. Today, as always, we'll be diving headfirst into controversial subjects, undaunted by political correctness. And just a few days ago, one of the biggest conservative stars, uh, Stephen Crowder, actually conf- confronted a lying professor on campus. And it helped to uncover one of the greatest crimes of the century. And it's something we'll be looking at in depth today. So basically what happened was uh, Stephen Crowder was speaking on a, he was hired or paid for by the students, a student group. Um, I don't know if it was a young conservatives or young Republicans, whatever that um, student buddy has as its conservative outlet, uh, paid for uh, Stephen Crowder, who's a comedian and obviously conservative, to come and speak to them. And one of the professors actually posted on social media that, uh, you know, we have to shut him down, we have to silence him uh, because he's a, uh, name them all, racist, bigot, sexist, homophobe, transphobic, Islamophobic, alienphobic. Uh, any isterism, I wish there were, there, there probably are more of them now, but um, I don't really care to learn them. Um, so he said he's all these things and that for some reason Crowder had made death threats to his son or something like that, um, or his followers had one of the two, even though there had been no correspondence or no evidence of correspondence between the two of them personally. This professor was just making these, these uh, claims. And Actually, he decided that the professor decided to take uh, screen captures of uh, Crowder's Twitter account with his handle and his profile picture and decided to, I guess the term would be Photoshop, uh, text that said, you know, that made it look like Crowder was saying, we're going to gas all the Jews and that he was retweeting stuff from the Daily Stormer, which is the neo-Nazi newspaper, and that he was... Uh, you know, he hated uh, uh, black people and all this horrible stuff that uh, is ra- rather slanderous uh, because it's written and, you know, he never said it. And so um, after the event, I don't know how long after the event, uh, you know, Crowder actually called up the, uh, and there's video of this, he called up the university itself and said, you know, one of your professors, uh, has been posting some slanderous material. Uh, I just, you know, I want it to be removed. And basically the university did a little investigation and basically said, well, he didn't do anything wrong. We're not going to do anything, no punishment, nothing. And so uh, this kind of back and forth uh, between the university and Crowder uh, kept happening and in, 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 in he'll, he goes into it uh, in his own video where he uh, confronts the professor. And uh, the university is just not, you know, they're absolving themselves of this. The, you know, the professor uh, can say what he wants. They're using those kind of arguments. Regardless if, let's say Crowder had just been speaking and maybe he had another job or maybe he goes to apply for another job later on and, you know, an employer looks at and doesn't know that the, that's photoshopped or not real tweets, he's going to say, well, we can't hire this guy. Um, and... The, but the professor, there's no ramification. There, there are legal avenues that can be pursued, but there's no 
if the university is going to protect him and not do anything, then you know that that in and of itself is is uh, just sad. So uh, in the video, Crowder goes and he um, confronts the professor, and they go up to um, I'm guessing the department head. And so not really explained, but they go up and uh, the professor ends up uh, running upstairs to to tell. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it's the uh, department head that uh, Crowder's here and he's being mean and, you know, he disrupted a class. And, again, uh, the, the police ended up getting involved. But, again, all that happens was that the uh, Crowder team got, you know, they, they can't come back to the campus without being invited again. And, you know, they're, they're the ones that the... Um, police force when I got there put the onus on and said you know you can't come back all, all this stuff and again university professor still employed still a gainfully employed actually after the event he posted again about how Carter threatened to kill his son and uh, there was you know he's a racist Nazi evil bigot homophobe whatever um, and, and you look at it and you wonder why when people say there's a, not only a dual standard, but also a leftist slant in um, in universities, you wonder how bad it is. It, it's it's this bad, not just that there's some crazy professor out there um, who is anti-conservative. Okay, that that that's hap that's been going on on campuses for a long time now. That's nothing new. But when you have um, just in 2014. There was a, actually a professor at Rutgers who was blaming the Jews for, um, essentially for uh, Israeli deaths, uh, not Israeli deaths, I'm sorry, uh, Palestinian deaths and uh, Syrian deaths and all this was this big plot of the Zionists and all that stuff. Now if he's, if he's on the far right, if he, he sounds like a Nazi. He says he's not, he's this big lefty. And until those social media posts were found out by the students and there was a large enough complaint, the university didn't care. Now, either they didn't do their research into this guy, he was eventually fired. Um, and I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but he was... Uh, either the university didn't do the background check on him or search into anything that he had done or said, or they just didn't care because he was on the right side of the political aisle. And I began to wonder, because I always used to play this game. If um, I, I used to be docked a lot of points in humanities especially, either in universities or public schools. I used to be docked a lot of points for being a conservative. I remember there was in, in high school in a uh, government civics class, my final score for the, that uh, semester, it was a one semester course, um, was a nine not even double digits, a nine. Because I was on the side of gun control, or not on the side of gun control, I was not on the side, uh, I, I supported the death penalty for egregious acts of murder. And, you know, the professor, uh, the, the teacher didn't like that, I, I, I suppose. Um, now, maybe it's something I said, you know, I have, a, I have the ability to be very bombastic, but regardless, you know, when it's one against the entire class, almost, it's, uh, it can get a little heated. And so uh, I have been docked before for being a conservative, but whenever I needed that little grade boost, 
and there are there are two uh, examples of this that that I really love. There's one, and she was older. I mean, she came from the the hippie era of the '60s, uh, flower generation. That's uh, she was a uh, my one of my public school teachers, and she was teaching some class on uh, genocide. And actually, for all of for all of the points I disagree with her on, there was hardly any politics in in this course, which I uh, commend her for. But um, we had what was it? it was it was this this final project we had to do, and we were seniors in high school, and so we had to do a project that it was like kind of an abstract. I don't want to call it an art project, but it, it's an it was abstract. You had to get like a, a box and fill it with symbols of people that were either forgotten because of a genocide, you know, people who were thrown in a ditch or something like that and they'll never be buried, they'll never be remembered. So something to symbolize that or something to symbolize how we can overcome the errors of the past. And uh, I had been sick for about a week. I had this terrible stomach flu and everything. I mean, I, 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 was, uh, I was beat, but it was finals week and I had to come in uh, at least that day to uh, present my, my project. And there was no way that I was going to be able to um, do this project and, and, and stand my ground like usual, regardless. So we had, I, I, w I was not able to stand on the ground that you would usually stand on. And so I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to go full all the way to the left and and the the times that politics did come up in her class because she would actually have and again to her credit I didn't not like this woman I, I you know I, she at least gave me a chance to speak it didn't dock me all the way to a nine I could I could never get above a C plus in that course uh, but but uh, you know at, at least you can you can pass with a C and uh, we used to have this thing called like a barometer where she'd throw out a statement and you had to go to one side of the classroom. There was, there was a, obviously, um, on the back wall, there was a strongly agree and strongly disagree, and then you could stand anywhere in between the two. And so on stuff like free speech, I'd always be on the side, air on whatever side the, the free speech was and all of the usual political talking points. But I said, you know what? I, I'm not going to fight, I'm just going to go, and I'm going to go all the way to the left, as far to the left as this project will allow without, you know, without me having to, to change. So, uh, I put a dollar bill in there, and I said, you know, we have to, we have to raise taxes so we can spend more money to help poor countries, um, you know, come out of the evil genocide which is perpetuated by corporations and all this, uh, lefty BS that kind of came out of her generation. And shockingly, I actually ended up getting a 95 on the project. And my final grade in the course was an 89. I went all the way up from a 75 to an 89 on one project. High school graduation comes, I get this big hug from her. She thinks she's opened up my worldview so much from this hardened conservative to to this 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 flowery lefty who hates corporations and uh, thinks that the government is this wonderful, benevolent, creature that just gives and gives and uh, the other more tangible <laughs> uh, example 
or one that that I it's most recent and I'm most proud of came from uh, college when I was there uh, I was taking an English the first English course I took two English courses um, one for creative writing and one for uh, more of a, a grammatical kind of uh, yeah I, I mean they called it an English class but it was I was and I was going in expecting it to be uh, to cr critique grammar and help at a college level um, you know be able to proofread things and so that's what I went in thinking it was turns out it's this whole argument where she's trying to juxtapose people who were born with technology you know modern advances like the internet and smartphones um, to people who were not um, not that I was necessarily born with a smartphone but uh, I can remember when the uh, first iPhone came out um, and I was what seven or something like that no eight regardless um, so we had these these first two they were called integration papers because we were supposed to learn we learned about uh, some, some philosophies uh, logos and ethos uh, in the Greek terms uh, behind those and then we'd put it all together in what was called an integration paper and so the class was divided up into three, three sections where you'd essentially learn the basics of, of uh, one concept and then you get a little more complex a little more complex and then the final uh, the grade to make sure that you were doing all that was you write a paper that was supposed to incorporate all that stuff um, on, a, on a prompt that was usually slanted to the left and uh, first two again a 79 and 72 all right fine all right, I'm still getting C's. I would have rather been, you know, this is keeping me off the dean's list. I've got other history courses that I'm just crushing, and I've got, you know, uh, no math to get in the way. So I could be on the dean's list. I kind of need this. So all right, fine. I, I need to get a good paper. Uh, good paper. She would always find these little nuanced grammatical errors that would just kill the grade. So I said, all right, the last one's on uh, women and the future, or something like that. So. Um, I wrote this whole beta male, like three page essay about how like uh, how great women are and how pure you could put it in the Victorian era and it would have worked. I mean, except for the, the language difference. I mean, it made women seem like these perfect angels and and, and, and the uh, the men are these evil pigs all, all the way on I found every feminist source I could every uh, uh, whites are evil source I could uh, so CNN the New York Times were in there whole thing um, again surprisingly uh, only in, a, in what in 87 on the paper or something like that um, again might have been grammatical issues but shockingly a 10-point increase uh, on, on the page she heard me because there was another uh, we had to proofread with the, with the uh, peer review and the student um, that was peer reviewing was was on the left. I don't know if she was a feminist or whatever, but she was on, she was on the left. And she, my peer, hands me back the paper and she said, you know, she really likes it. And I said, uh, you know, don't get too comfortable with it. I don't believe a word I wrote. Professor not only hears me say that, acknowledges that she heard me say it by, uh, you know, by. Uh, uh, Acting all kind of surprised, and still gives me the better grade, knowing that I totally BS that that entire paper. And 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 so to get back to uh, Crowder and what I want, the point I want to make today, there's a total dual dual standard that you can actually play if you're still in school and still writing papers and all that stuff. You can play the system. 
just just you don't even have to believe it just write down some BS uh, copy uh, Jenna Knowles who's some uh, feminist out in California she does a lot of in the 90s she wrote a lot of the postmodern uh, uh, public education uh, literature uh, she's a great source to pull a lot of BS from you can use uh, any postmodern stuff from the from really the 90s and the 2000s the farther back in history you go uh, the less sources you have to use because then it will contradict the uh, utter nonsense that you're writing so you have to use stuff that's been written in about the last 20 years and uh, make sure it has a left slant to it and even if you don't believe it just BS the system and you can pass any college course the point is um, when you see how this all acts out in society well and three will recut it. So you see it all acted out in society where these universities have this far left slant and then you wonder why uh, so many young people talk about how great socialism and communism is not that they've ever lived under the system that they would even uh, there was a, uh, a popular uh, picture on the internet uh, meme and it's this, uh, uh, this guy, and he says he's. It's a message board, so you can't verify anything. But let's pretend, you know, that that everything says it says it is. And this person's talking about how great socialism is and how evil capitalism is. And this guy talks about how he came from Cuba because Castro essentially confiscated everything, and his family had, and how grateful he was to be in the U.S. Now I've met some of these people. My um, when I when I've been in Florida and yeah I mean I've got no problem bringing refugees from uh, communist countries uh, because they hate communism because they've had to live under it for their entire lives in, in most cases and so he talks about how corrupt the system is and this probably 19 year old college student or 21 year old college student talks about oh well it's probably because you're white that's why you hate socialism but this is how they see the world. They see the world only through ace, rage, sex, gender, all that stuff. That that That's how they see the world. They're almost incapable of acknowledging individual experiences and that the individual is not only sovereign but has their own experiences. And it, really, it, it is irking to see this in the universities because you know that, again, Professors are going to be absolved of all this. The people perpetuating the cultural decline in the United States are not going to be held responsible at all. Uh, can we even hold them responsible? I don't know. Uh, and I'm not sure what the, the solution is. But what I do know is that it's part of the greatest crime of the century.